Did you call bank? I call game. Welcome back to Calling Bank. Will, we're back home. Feels weird. I don't know. I'm kind of grown accustomed to the US and it's strange, strange people. Strange ways. Uh, guys, thanks for joining us again. This week is all about the trade deadline and All-Star Weekend. Uh, we do have a couple of interviews with Carl Kuzma, Robert Covington and Lou Williams speaking all about the trade deadline. Uh, but Will, let's start off at... I would say the most anticipated trade of the deadline, mm. which is, of course, Iggy finally playing for the season and, and making his way over to Miami. So Miami gets Iggy, Andre Iguodala, for those playing at home, Solomon Hill, Jay Crowder, and Memphis gets Justice Winslow, Dion Waiters, who they waived, and Gorgie Deng, and Minnesota Timberwolves got James Johnson. What do I think? Yeah, what do you think? So I, I feel as though we should do this on the basis of who won and who lost. Yeah. The winner from this trade... Surely it's Andre Iguodala. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about teams or actual players? Well, I think it's both. I think for, like he definitely wins this because he gets to play in a team that he wants to. Why he didn't want to play with Memphis, I don't really understand. They're like eighth seed. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but he's literally been making money all year, doing all the TV appearances, mm. getting everything done. So, like, once he retires in two years, he also got a contract extension of 30 mil, two years, 30 mil, which is too much for a guy who started the season over two for two points. Correct. Um, who do you think? Who do you think won? I'm going to be a bit controversial here, and I'm going to say Memphis. And I'm going to tell you why. I agree with you, but tell me why. They weren't going to ever get a first-round pick for Iguodala. No. So, regardless of that, they never got that. Gorgi Deng, defensively, is quite decent. And you, that's your backup to Valanciunas, all sorted, for at least a year. Mm-hmm. Justice Winslow is the real prize here. 23 years old. When he's played... I know this year he's been injured. When he's it's played... When he plays. But he's got a very reasonable contract. And when he plays, he's got another three years under contract. He's only 23 years old. For me, Andre Iguodala, 36... Jay Crowder, yeah, he's been good for Memphis. He has been good. But there's still a youth movement, and Justice fits that youth timeline. No, I agree. I think it is good for Memphis, but I also think it's a win for the Heat. I actually think both teams kind of win in this situation. I think Iggy is great to have, also veteran presence, same as Solomon Hill and Dre Crowder. Like, they're all older. It fits more into the grit and grind team. Like, you don't want to take on Miami. Miami now are a team that in the playoffs could make it to Eastern Conference Finals. Have they really upgraded a lot here? They have. It's not about upgrading. It's about the style of play. Because now they're Pat Riley's, you know, 1990s, grit and grind. Mm. Like, they will win games purely by bullying people in the paint type of situation. Mm. And just, like, they're essentially a team of Pat Bevs. Yeah. And I think that's why it suits them really well. Because now they're a legitimate threat. They haven't moved upwards. They've moved sideways. But that sideways is more a direction that will help them to secure... Hopefully for them, like an Eastern Conference playoff appearance. So, well, they're going to get there. That's without question. But you're talking like second seed or like finals. I'm never going to... No, Eastern... Like the conference finals. Oh, conference finals. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think them against the Bucks, that's a good matchup. I don't see them getting there. Even This doesn't change it for me. Really? Yeah, this doesn't change it. Uh, that's why, why I'm thinking why? like explain, Memphis... Explain why. Explain why. I still think that the Eastern Conference finals ultimately is going to be 76ers v Bucks. Yeah, but okay. This did doesn't you, help. This doesn't you, no, help I'm them sorry. against Iggy. Did you see the 76ers last year take on Miami Heat? Yeah, and they won 4 0 or 4 1. Yeah. No, they didn't. They won 4 2, didn't they? No, it was 4 1. Even if it was 4 1, it was a grit and grind type of thing. Philly no longer has Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is now in Miami. Like, I just. 
I don't know if these guys will even play each other in the first round, but what I'm trying to say here is that I don't think the ceiling has really been risen that much higher. That's, I'm saying they've, they've sidestepped. But a sidestep is yeah. still not going to get them there. This is what I'm saying. Like I, I get yeah. the Iguodala love because I think he fits a shorter-term timeline. Yeah. But this is why I like for Memphis, because I think Justice Winslow is a great player, will be a great player, and I think they've got him on a very good contract. Everyone's like 24 under on that team. Yeah. Pretty much. That's the great. Shooters. They're going to be really good in the future. Can I just say with Miami, though, with Iggy specifically, which other player in the league can sit out the entire season and people still love him? Uh, Vince Carter, I reckon if he did it, sure. Otherwise, there's not many. That's true. That's true. Not many at all. And like the, the hero's welcome he got after sitting out a season He's a, playing the Warriors. Yeah, everyone likes him, but like ridiculous. I think Dre is the type of player who can fit anywhere. Um, he's a very cerebral basketball player. He understands the game mentally. He understands how to play it, and he makes adjustments on different teams and in different uh, positions that he's put in. And so, and he's found a way to make a lot of money doing it. And so, I'm, I'm really happy for him. He's one of my personal friends. Um, spoke to him earlier, but I'm happy for him that he gets an opportunity to continue his career. Um, look, that was a huge trade. How do we want to do? Do we want to go through some of the other big trades? So there's there's three other big trades I would say. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go through. The so there's ones. Drummond, Morris, Marquise Morris, Marcus Morris, not Marquise. Not Marquise. Um, and D'Angelo Russell. All right. Let's, let's talk Andrew about Drummond Williams and Capella. But like, we sort of spoke about Capella a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm happy to cover that one as well. Let's go Drummond. Let's next. go Drummond. So Andre Drummond, he is now playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers, who have. Drummond and Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love. Yep, that makes sense. Anywho, and Detroit Detroit Pistons received Brandon Knight, John Henson, and a second-round pick. So Cleveland got Andre Drummond for nothing. Yep. But they'll have to pay him $29 million next year. If he is, if you assume he picks up his player. Why would he not pick it up? Because he doesn't like Cleveland. Does he want to win that bad that he's happy to go for $10 million or $15 million? Potentially. Like half the amount that he's going to get? Like, I doubt it. I doubt it, but potentially. But what contender is going to want him? I think that's the issue. So if he opts out of his contract, where does he go that he can get that money? Celtics. You think he fits with the Celtics? Well, they need a center. Yeah, they were for 15 mil. I don't know if they'll pay that much, but they'll pay 10. I'd, I think pay, Cap- I'd pay I think, 10. I think Capella was a better fit. Correct, but let's Capella's gone now. Yeah. So we assume he no longer so, exists. He doesn't exist now. <laughs> but Drummond, Drummond. I mean, I like this for the Cavs because what they're trying to basically say is they got an All Star East Conference All Star for nothing. Mm-hmm. And if he decides to stay on, great. They can see what the fit is. If they really like him, extend. They'll have the bird rights. They can extend him for longer. Let's see what the fit is like with Drummond and Love. Drummond's only twenty six. That's what people forget. Is he actually? He's only twenty six. No. Yeah. That can't be correct. That is he, correct. I feel like he's been in the year, like the league for like 20 years. He's only 26. Oh, man. So he's got like another 10 years on him. But absolutely. Well, it depends on whether he'll actually make it out the 10 years because it's the way that the league's going. Yeah, the Houston Rockets are correct. That he doesn't have a role in this league. Yeah. But, I mean, his stats are great. He... I yeah, mean, this season. But, no, but all he can do is rebound and dunk. That doesn't work in this league. It's outdated. If you have a team that's very pick and roll heavy, yeah. then yes, it will work. But I don't know. I, I mean, Cavs really, did they lose anything from this? No. no. Will it be interesting to see Drummond, Sexton, Love? Yeah. But the Pistons, I guess their main thing is they saved $30 million. And they now open up salary cap space. They're rebuilding. 
they're officially yeah. done. Yeah, they're they're done. And and so what I would be wouldn't be surprised to see this next off season is Derek Rose get traded. Yeah, and they'd be exploring a Blake Griffin trade. Yeah. Now what they'll be able to get for, I mean Derek Rose, you might be able to get a, a first maybe. Yeah. Um, if someone wants to take punt on a pretty good contract, um, Griffin. Griffin, I, I think you're unlikely to get anything, anything useful. I mean, he's so injury prone. That's like, the problem. There's no look. At least they have Reggie Jackson. That's the main thing. He's, he's off contract this year. This what about him. Luke Kennard? No, he's, he's under contract. He's been great. He's good. I mean, he's injured at the moment, and he's young. They'll keep him. Yeah, he'll be more of a a he's keeper. K- Christian Wood. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. Great fantasy pickup by you, to be completely honest. Um, but of course, he's the starting center now. He also plays power forward. Uh, it's like this weird Thon Maker and um, they Christian sw- Wood. They switch tandem. interchangeable. I mean, it's um, good for Maker. It's good for the Aussies. Yeah. I mean, he's playing more. So far, I don't think either of those traded any team got gutted. No, no. And I mean, as I said, I think Cavs win that trade mm. only because you get an all-star for nothing. But whether he's going to be a long-term fit, who knows? Yeah. Um, the next big move was Marcus Morris, who, of course, left the New York Knicks. Uh, so the Knicks, they get Mo Harkless and a 2020 first-round pick. Clippers get Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas, uh, who they waived Isaiah Thomas. Who knows where he will go? Um, he Houston needs a center. Uh, Washington Wizards receive Jerome Robinson. Who you know wins this? I, I like it for everyone. I'll be honest. I don't think there's a loser in this trade. I think that this is one of those few trades I can actually say that everyone wins. Mm. Uh, I can explain my reasoning. Yeah. yeah. Can I just ask one question? Is a 2020 first round pick actually useful? Yeah. They need assets. Yeah, but who's going to... So I was thinking about it the other day. Who's trading for a bunch of 2020 first round picks? Because you're taking a punt on a draft class that is, what, the, the weakest in years? Yeah. Yeah. So you're taking a really big punt, giving up... You essentially gave up Marcus Morris for a first-round pick. I mean, Mo Harkless, obviously. Marcus Morris, to be honest, is on a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. Marcus Morris was not going to stay in New York longer than that deal. To get a first-round pick for him, which is going to be under cost control for the next four years, with potential. Now, I'm not going to say that guy's going to go and be a superstar, but they're getting the chance to maybe yeah. get something. They got something from nothing. They no, got I agree. From nothing. So, so, in that sense, I'm in New York, and I, I love Mo Harkless from a Blazers perspective. I think he's great, but he, he was good in the Clippers, and I think he fit it very well he did. in the Clippers. Low usage, good defender. Um, I mean, he's, he's a decent player. He's, again, coming off contract. So they've got no long-term money and they've got a first-round pick. They're not going to win anything anyway. Uh, they got an asset. Good on New York. They finally did something I, I actually respect. Yeah. Washington Wizards, fantastic. Again, Isaiah Thomas, they're not going to win anything this year. Jerome no. Robinson is a good young player. I mean, he hasn't really had that much time to shine in LA, but he was a you know, first-round pick. He barely like a, even played It was like LA. a 12th or 13th pick in a yeah. draft a year ago. It was the same pick as Shea Gil- Gilgis-Alexander. Yeah. But Shea's played. So he's another two years under contract. Jerome Robinson is a good pick. And then LA, you go from Mo Harkless to, Mar- to Marcus Morris. You know the issue I find with Morris is that there are already so many people on that team, on the Clippers, that need the ball in their hands to yeah. shoot. Yeah. So like you've got Paul George playing ISO, you've got Kawhi whenever he wants to make a run, even like Lou Williams. So those three people that have high usage... Marcus Morris is he can get under people's skin. I think this is where he'll be good in the playoffs because you put him on a LeBron, that works better. So then you can have Kawhi guarding mm. AD. So like it matches up a bit better. He's like a bit grittier, but he's a type of player as well. And I heard this in another podcast where like at the end of the game, he's taking that three pointer to win the game. He's not who you want the ball to be in your hand, but he just like he takes it, he holds it. He's like, all right, guys, it's my turn now. No, it's not. You're the fourth. I'd say fifth best player on that team. Ooh, that's controversial. But yeah, go on. I'm sorry, Trez and I think he's Lou Williams. Trez. 
Do you think he's better than Trez? Absolutely. Trez went 10 or 14 against uh, yeah, but Trez, Celtics. I mean, Trez is Trez. Trez is an undersized centre. I'd rather Marcus Morris on my team than Trez. I don't appreciate anything you're saying right now. I know you don't. That's fine. I can see your face. I wish our listeners could see your face right now. I'm disappointed. But I I get your point. I I think he does make them deeper. I think it's a better fit for them. It means that they are now the title favourites in my books. I don't think there's a team that could... I mean, besides the Bucs. I've been thinking about more and more. I think the Bucs might win it this year. Well, yeah, Harry. I mean, it's an uncontroversial thing to say that a team that's 46 and 8... No, but like they haven't proven themselves in the playoffs yet. No. Realistically. They haven't. It's can you stop Giannis or not? This is a team that yep. could stop him. I'll yeah, be honest. I agree. Like you, you look them. Well, no, it's Kawhi. Yeah. Okay. So Kawhi plus everyone else around him. Yeah. That's a team that one to seven are all good players. Yeah. Including Z- I included Zubac in that. Um, it's a big call. He played sixteen minutes in the double overtime game against the Celtics. But one to seven, they're okay. Yeah. Um. And so yeah. No, I like Michael Green as well. Sorry, make it one to eight then. Yeah. One to eight, you go three-man rotation there? Yeah. Are they a decent team? I think also, again, so far all the trades have been like there's no clear losers, realistically. Correct. Um, Sorry, and I I realised I left off Shamet there. Yeah, Landry Shamet. So he's a gun. I love Shamet. So make it one to nine. One to nine, They're very, very deep. I think Marcus Morris just solidifies I like that trade for everyone. Good trade for everyone. Uh, The next big one, which... Andrew Wiggins is finally out of Minnesota, mm. and Carl Anthony Towns gets his best friend. Devin Booker will request a trade at the end of the season. You heard it here first. He will get us from the Phoenix Suns. Please let me go to Minnesota. I'll do whatever you need. And that's a big three. They won't win anything. No. But maybe they make playoffs. You, that is a really good call, Harry. I'm actually going to say, sometimes you're ridiculous. That is a good call. Well, that they don't make anything further than the playoffs. Both that and the fact that he gets the ass or a trade. Yeah, I think he will. So... Golden State, they get Andrew Wiggins, a 2021 protected first-round pick, a 2021 second-round pick. Minnesota gets DeAndre Russell, Jacob Evans, and Omari Spellman. Um, so at this point, Golden State have, what, 3,000 picks in the uh, draft? They've got a lot. I thought they had two. Two picks in the draft? Yeah. Not, I, I'm not, not also, this year, I'm saying the cumulative. That oh, they've got, cumulative, they got like six yeah. picks yeah, yeah, yeah. over this trade period. I thought this was... Oh, no, this was 2021. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they also got a bunch of picks for uh, Glenn Robinson third and Alex Burks. A bunch yeah, of second, second round picks. Second round. Doesn't matter. Still, it's a lot of assets. How do you feel about this trade? It only makes sense for Golden State if they flip Wiggins again. Why? He's, an, he's, he's on one of the worst contracts in the league. He still is. True. Regardless of not, I think D'Angelo... So there's a couple of things I've, I've read about this. One, the contract hasn't changed. He still is someone that is a non-defender who jacks up a lot of mid-range. No, I'm sorry. This season, he has actually stepped behind the three-point line. Oh, well, that's... But generally... No, but I'm saying he's actually changed his game this year to be less jumpers, third, which is why he's been better. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, anyway, third thing is, with this, with this trade, I feel as though this, this trade would have still, still been there at you know the NBA draft time yeah. because ultimately the whole idea was the Timberwolves didn't want to give up more than one first round pick for D'Angelo and Golden State were asking for two now what was the rush for doing it now I don't really understand because let's be honest Curry and Thompson aren't coming back this year even if Curry does come back in a month how many games he plays 10 games like you're not really getting any benefit from having Wiggins now than six months time I don't know because you get an extra three months of culture and if he gets to play with if they're keeping him around if he gets to play with Curry at the end of the season he starts a process of hey you have to actually start trying now 
But that's preseason, man. That's what you can do in preseason. Like, I don't really get yeah. the three-month benefit here. None of the picks are conveying in the draft. Like, that's probably better no, for Golden State. But, okay. Now, yeah. Okay, now I understand what you're saying. So, yeah. you have all the draft picks. You have Wiggins. Please, someone take the contract. Take 10 picks. Yep. We'll take uh, whoever. Yep. But who do they even go for? You'd have to trade for someone. Har- bring Harrison Barnes back. Okay. Piss off. I, no. like, they need a small forward. Yeah, they need a small forward. forward. Andrew Wiggins. Oh, I don't know. Andrew Wiggins is like the D-grade version of Harrison, Harrison Barnes. Barnes. So get Harrison Barnes. But I think I still think he's, at this age, a better thing to have. The contract's disgusting. I'm not denying that. But also, like when they come back, like see how it works. You've got now Draymond Green, Wiggins, Clay, and Steph. Yeah. You get a center in the offseason. Let's say you get a Drummond even. Yeah, but Wiggins... <sighs> you just don't like Wiggins. I don't think he's a great player. No, I'll be I'm not saying he's a great player. I'm saying the contract's cooked. I think you for D'Angelo Russell, you could have you could have gotten more, especially because you knew Timberwolves needed him. Yeah. And so for only getting one first round pick, I think they, if they, they got two, it, yeah. I would have said, you know what, good trade because you got two first round picks out of them. Like if you thought about it, like Westbrook to to Houston, they got two first round picks of Chris Paul. Yeah. Like that's probably the asking price I would have said here. One, it's, I don't know. Also, if you look at it, essentially they traded Kevin Durant. For Andrew Wiggins and two 2021 picks. No, they had to give up. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true. But that one's not going to convey anything. It's a, it's a sign and trade, whatever it is. Yeah. If you look at it that way, it's a terrible deal. Yes. <laughs> but if you look at it this way, it's fine. I don't know. Like for Golden State, I think Golden State lost this one. Mm. I think Minnesota won this yeah. trade. And it's mainly because you pair up Cat with D'Angelo. Now oh, to say they, were, Kat. they were that first game where they played against Toronto and they. Against LA. No, 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 no. Oh, no. it's Toronto. Toronto yeah, was yeah, the yeah, first yeah, game correct, Russell correct. played. Yeah. And it's like 148 to 142. Like, it was yeah. an all-star-esque game. Yes, yes. No um, I really like watching... I like D'Angelo Russell. I always have. Yeah. Even when he was a Laker, I really liked him. I thought he had a lot of potential. I don't think he's going to be the leader. I think this is the issue you have with Minnesota. Is who's there? Not that Wiggins was. More Covington is someone that you'd see as a leader. But who's the veteran presence leader on that's that team? They, that's when they need to They start need something. Building. And that's... Honestly, it sounds ridiculous. If they could get, like, a Solomon Hill... In the off season, no, I'm saying just like someone that's been in the league for ages that can be like you, young bloods. This is what you got to do. Yeah, that's what they need. They they needed a Jimmy Butler. They needed. <laughs> um, look, there's some other trades that happened as well. They had the Golden State Warriors sent some picks, got f- uh, Glenn Robinson the third. Ruined my fantasy because Glenn Robinson the third was a great fantasy. Pick. Yeah, I think it's probably worth talking about um, the Clint Capella. Trade. We are. I was just gonna go through the other ones. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, James Ennis. Traded to Philly, to Orlando, Napier's on the move, Lebissier, Jordan Bell, Nene was waived, Chandler Parson was waived. What a surprise. Well, he had a car accident, so I hope he was all there. Hopefully he's okay. But let's talk about Clint Capella, and then we're going to speak about who we think, just one or two teams that we think won and lost the trade deadline. So Clint Capella lost the trade. We did speak about this last episode, but I want to speak about it a little bit more now that we've seen a bit more in action. Rockets, of course, have gone two and two with really big wins. Uh, against LA and who else did they beat? Who they beat the other day? Oh, they lost by one point to the Celtics, which was insane. Yeah. Um, but Atlanta Hawks get Clint Capella and Nene, who was waived. Oh, they beat the Celtics. No, they lost by one point. I'm pretty sure. Look it up for me, Will. Um, Houston Rockets uh, received Robert Covington and Jordan Bell, who they traded to Memphis. Denver Nuggets received Noah Vonley, Gerald Green, Shabazz Napier. Oh, who they lose by one point to? Jazz. Jazz, there we go. Shabazz Napier, Kader, Bates, Diop, and first round pick. Um, and Minnesota Timber Rules receive Hernan um, Gomez, Evan Turner, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, and first round pick. 
who do you think has won the trade now that we're like a week out of it? I think I like it for everyone. Again, I think this was a good four-man, four-team trade. I also, I'm not upset. And it's what we said last time. Robin Covington is fitting. They've beaten the Celtics, who are a great team, who are on an absolute... Beat the Lakers. Well, it doesn't really count, because Lakers, you know, they didn't know how to play it. Like, they should have beaten them. So they beat two good teams. They lost to Utah by one point, and that's against Rudy Gobert. And I think, to me, that was a sign where I was like, holy shit, this might actually work. Even though they lost that game, when you lose... To Rudy Gobert, who's what, the, the second or third best big man in the league? Yep. Maybe let's say fourth. So let's say like Embiid, Giannis, Jokic, and... Well, I'd prefer Nurkic. But yes, I get your point. You know what I mean? And like maybe AD, but they beat them anyway. Losing my one point is fantastic. Well, and they also lost to a fadeaway Bogdanovich three from... I wasn't happy about that. I So I don't know if you've watched that play, but like James Harden switches over to come and guard... Bogdanovich as PJ Tucker. So PJ Tucker moves like literally two centimeters the other way. So Bogdanovich has an open shot, and I'm just like, Harden, go away. <laughs> You're not going to block the shot anyway. It's Harden. Let yeah. let 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 PJ Tucker go through frontal, hands up straight yep. instead of two people. No, whatever. I'm very annoyed at that play, and I'm sure they watched it. Like, what the hell went on? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really think it's a win for all sides. I, I agree. I mean, uh, the Hawks got a center that fits their system really well. Clint Capella two years still, ago in the finals was still fantastic. Injured, but yeah. Still injured. He's young. Again, injured this year, I don't really care too much about. No. Um, I think he's a great part of their five. Also, now, that pick and roll is going to be obscene. Yeah, with them, him and Trey Young will be really good. Yeah. I'm curious to see, because Houston was going away from that, I'm curious to see how he's going to fit with John Collins, mm-hmm. because that's a good test for me, because Collins playing five didn't work much this year. If Collins is playing now as the four, can he be a good stretch four in this league? Let's find out. Yeah. If not, they'll trade Collins. Yeah, uh, I think that's fine. And so for Hawks, you're figuring your team out more. They'll be a stronger, much stronger team having him there next year. For the Rockets, we Can agree. I just say quickly, how many assists do you reckon Trey Young gets a game now? 15, 20? Minimum, Harry, minimum. Minimum, absolute minimum. Um, Rockets we've spoken Rockets about. Rockets we've spoken about. And we did speak to Robert Covington, and this is what he had to say about his trade. And knowing about it. As yeah, well. knowing about it as well. What were your initial thoughts when you heard about the trade to Houston? I knew about it already. Okay. So, I mean, I kind of was preparing for it, but it just went officially, you know, um, it was to the other team. You know, so somebody dropped the ball a little bit, but, you know, you know it put a, put a bug in my ear. And like I said, it was like, you know, just be prepared for when it hits, when it hits for everyone. So, you know, I just, you know, took it as is. Some uh, good insight there. It is some good insight. It was very fun speaking to him straight after that. Um, and... Jordan Den- gone. Do we talk but, about Denver? Yeah, so Denver, I like Shabazz Napier on the bench. Yeah, I mean, again, they got rid of like their ninth guy and like their 13th guy for a first-round pick. Yeah. So really, other than Luke, I think Beasley's their big loss there, but Beasley was never going to start over Gary Harris. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, he's a good three-point shooter, which is why I think Timberwolves did well to get him. But he's also a guy that was coming off contract that you weren't going to re-sign. He was barely part of the rotation. Yeah, exactly. And you, got a, and you got a first-round pick for those two. And that's why Minnesota, they now got a... A starter in Malik Beasley. Yep. Who I actually think could be a starter, but like the Nuggets are too deep. I mean, they lost in overtime to Lakers, whatever. But um, I think, yeah. I mean, I like over the Timberwolves because Hernan Gomez is now starting for them. Like, whether mm-hmm. he's going to be a long term piece or not, you can no. figure that out. Evan Turner's gone at the end of this year. He might get bought out. Who knows? But he's gone. So, really, your, your prize is here. Jared Vanderbilt is a good prospect. Let's see if he develops. Beasley's the real prize, and Hernan Gomez. 
who knows? And you've got a first round pick. Yep. The first round pick is compensation for Covington. Like you needed to get at least one of those. Yeah. And Beasley could be a really good piece. He's fit pretty well so far, which is I maybe think he gets he, traded I think to the be. Suns for Booker. There's a take. There we go. That is that is a spicy take. Oh my goodness. Um, look, who do you think won the trade, the trade deadline? Trade deadline. I like what the Hawks did. I actually like what Houston did. I like what the Hawks did as well, but I like Houston committing to this small ball. More from like I want to see it go up in flames, mm. but like I mean I'm excited to see like maybe this is a new age. The Suns didn't quite figure out when they tried small ball. Let's see what happens here. Like Capella trade was fantastic for the Hawks rebuild the next season. I really like what the Clippers did. I think it really made them strong favorites mm. for the title. At the end of the day, what are you playing for? It's great to get new young prospects, but it's all about that mm. that ring. Um, Loser for me? I think the Lakers. They did nothing. They didn't improve and their arch nemesis got better. We spoke to Carl Kuzma of the Los Angeles Lakers about how the trade deadline room has impacted him. Just play my role. Uh, come in, play your energy. Um, crash boards every time. And, um, you know, when I get the ball, just try to make the best of it. Um, there's no pressure, you know. Um, you know, the media people, they may try to make those extra pressures on you, but... Um, you know, I trust in my teammates and I trust in, um, you know, what we got going on here. And I'm just trying to explain my role. I was going to also say Sacramento. Yeah. Controversially. But, I mean, you got nothing. You didn't improve your team. No, you're still and trash. ultimately, you gained two first-round pick, two second-round picks for Portland, gave them both up to get rid of Deadman. Yeah. You old, like, net-net, you got nothing. I think the real loser, honestly, Kevin Love. He's so upset with this entire situation. He's like, you traded... Trade me for Drummond. Who cares? Yeah. Poor guy. He just wants to be traded. He just wants to win. Um, But yeah, look, it ended up being a really exciting trade deadline, which was good because we were unsure. We didn't think there was much going on. Well, there wasn't because like when we recorded our last podcast, it was literally just... The Ariza trade, really. Well, it was the Ariza trade and and the the Covington. Covington. Yeah. That was it. Um, All right. So trade deadline is done and dusted. Let's head to the All-Star Weekend. When you hear this, it's probably already done, but let's see how obscenely wrong we were with our picks. Um, today, of course, we already had the USA versus World game um, with Miles Bridges uh, being the MVP, which Just, was... Despite coming off the bench. Very um, weird. Everyone played 20 minutes exactly. <laughs> Eric Pascal of the Golden State Warriors, 10 of 13 for 23 points. I didn't watch this game because I, I don't watch lots of All-Star Weekend because I like this I like the skills challenge stuff, like skills. Slam dunk contest. Slam dunk if you can fast forward. Like the talking, I like it. I like, I like and the, the three-point contest I yeah. really like. Uh, but everything else is just generally trash. Yeah, I didn't... I wouldn't too much with this I mean by the looks of it here RJ Barrett seems to have had a decent game can we just say so Team World was Brandon Clark Roy Hachimore RJ Barrett Luka Doncic and Sage Gildress Alexander starting and the bench weird Mo Wagner uh, Svee Mikhailik like Josh Kogi, yeah Nikolai Melli weird bench and, and Nikolai Alexander Walker the starting five was strong and then USA you had um, Jared Jackson Jr Zion Williamson Kendrick Nunn Trey Young Trey Morand great starting five which is what a great starting five then you had Eric Pascal off the bench Miles Bridges PJ Washington Devontae Graham Colin Sexton wait oh, you've got three, three Charlotte, Charlotte players I know how that um, combining for what 30 Seven points. Yep. Probably the most they've ever scored in a game ever. <laughs> um, but look, I think Team World uh, was just not strong enough. No, they weren't. I mean, that Team USA team 
is really good. And Zion nearly broke the ring, which is really what you want exactly. uh, from, from an all-star game. Um, look, it was a bit trash, but it is what it is. Let's head on to the skills challenge. So, yep. skills challenge, we have Bam Adebayo of the Miami Heat, Pat Bev from the Clippers, Spencer Dinwiddie from the Nets, Shea Gildress-Alexander from OKC, Chris Middleton from the Bucks, Sabonis from the Pacers, Siakam from the Raptors, and Tatum from the Celtics. Celtics. Who do you think is going to win it? It's a great question, Harry. I am going to go with Tatum. Tatum was one of the finalists last year, one of the final two. I'm going to go with... I'm pretty sure Spencer Dinwiddie won last year. No. No? Who won last year? Luca, I thought. Maybe. I'm going to go with Spencer Dinwiddie just because I really love him. Mm. Um, You have to be a good three-point shooter for this. Yeah. So that's why I was kind of looking there. Dinwiddie, Middleton, and Tatum are probably... Top, top if Middleton wins, it'll be the most unexciting thing you've ever seen. But he'll do it so efficiently and probably like break the record. Exactly. I think I love. I think I've slowly decided that I, I love Chris Middleton. It's been a slow transformation. It hasn't been really, really slow. But I really him. like him. He's just so unassuming. Um, three point contest. Who do we have? Bertans from the Washington Wizards. Devontae Graham for the Hornets. Joe Harris from the Brooklyn Nets. Buddy Hield from the Sacramento Kings. Zach Levine, Chicago Bulls. Devin Booker replacing Damian Lillard from the Suns. Yeah. Duncan Robinson from Miami Heat and Trey Young from the Hawks. I think with the three-point contest, it's so hard to pick a winner because it's literally luck of the draw. Um, I would love for Zach Levine to win. He was like 8 of 14 the other day. Um, And like get some recognition for actually being a shooter, not just a huge dunker. But who do you think is going to win it? I am going to go with Trey Young. Not Devontae Graham, who was, what, 9 of 16 one game? No, Trey Young. Trey Young. All right, uh, slam dunk contest. I already know, we know the answer to this, but we'll ask anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we've got Pat Connington of the Milwaukee Bucks, Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic, of course, previous winner. Dwight Howard, uh, who, of course, won like a decade ago. Superman back. Superman back in the building. Um, and Derek Jones Jr., who is like probably the ones, one of the most exciting dunkers I've ever seen. But there is a clear winner for this, Will, and who is it? Jones Jr., Get out of here. It's Pat Connington, obviously. Jones Jr. is going to win. Okay, so Jones Jr. should. I think he's more exciting in a game because his vertical's insane. But Pat Connington is like the most unassuming white guy. Yes. And that's why he'll win it. Because he's yeah, like, maybe. you shouldn't be winning this. Like, it's just a ridiculous concept. That's correct. And Mike Budd said he would. So So that means he's going to win it. Um, the NBA All-Star Game is one of the weirdest we've seen in years. Of course, we've got the teams now. We spoke about it a little bit last episode. Um, Team LeBron against Team Giannis. Will, do you want to take us through Team LeBron? You know what we should do, Harry? Yeah. Just just for our listeners. Can we redraft? Let's redraft. Can we, please? Should we say the teams first? No. Okay. We'll say who we think the team should be. I'll let you be LeBron. Obviously, I'll be LeBron. And obviously, the first pick is still AD. Okay. Fair. Fair enough. you got to pick AD. Uh, My first pick would then be... uh, Luka Doncic. Yeah. Uh, My second pick would be James Harden. Okay. Because he's exciting from three, could do a lot of things. My second pick is going to be Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, my third pick's probably Joel Embiid, because no defense, very good for a big man. My third pick would be Nikola Jokic. You can't pick him, he's on the bench. Oh, I can't pick him? No, he's on the bench. Oh, well, you've that's got, so You've silly. got Siakam, Walker, or Young. Siakam, Walker, or Young? Yeah. Siakam, I'll go Siakam. 
I'd have to go Kemba just because Young and Harden are essentially the same player. I'll go Young. So you go Young, which is very different. So the starters, should we go through the starters for LeBron and Giannis? But I thought they could pick the bench. Because... You can, no, you pick after. Oh, okay. Yep, so you've yep. got to pick the starters first. So they went East versus West, which was bloody weird. LeBron got the best players who went the first picks for us, which yes. is LeBron, Davis, Doncic, Harden, Leonard. And, yeah. then, and then we went... To the rest of the East, which is Giannis's team, which is Giannis and Beats, Yarkin Walker, Trey Young. I don't understand it for a second why he only picked the East. Yeah. But also, it's a game about who cares, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um, let's go to the bench. Who is your first pick? Because you get to pick first as Team Giannis. Oh, good. I'm going to go Nikola Jokic. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my first pick would be Ben Simmons. Ooh, comparing the LeBron. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, I like it. I like that. I'm going to go with. I, I do love this player. I'm going with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler? Yep. That's a big call. I'm going to go actually with Russell Westbrook because you see him in all-star games. He tears it up, him and Harden together. You want the duos. The duos are important. That's that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Ingram. For, yeah, for great, one. great pick. Um, I've got to go with Jason Tatum. I should have actually taken him earlier. I think he's just fun. He's a lot of fun. Um, who would I go next here? It's slim pickings now. Um, you know what? I'm going to go Chris Paul. Chris Paul? Yeah. All right, uh, I'm going to go with Bam Adebayo. I think he could be really interesting. Big presence in the paint. No one's defending anyway, so it should be easy for him. Yep. Um, oh, who have we got left? I'm going to go with Chris Middleton, just so you don't get him. That's fair, because I'm going to go with Donovan Mitchell, uh, because it's either him, Lowry... Or Sabonis. Or Sabonis. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with... Or Gobert. Oh, goodness me. Um... I'm still going to go with Sabonis. At this point, it's like, who cares? I'm going with Sabonis. I'm, I'm going to take Carl Lowry because Gobert and um, Embiid aren't playing on the same team. And I'm going to go with Devin Booker. Oh, I forgot he was still there. Yeah, well played. Uh, then I guess I've got to take Rudy Gobert. Yeah, you do. Goddamn. Yep. Um, so <laughs> the, those are our teams. I think our teams are better than how they currently drafted. Yep. So Team LeBron, we'll say it again from the beginning, so it's... James, Davis, Doncic, Harden, Leonard. Then you've got Devin Booker, Jokic, Chris Paul, Sabonis, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, Russell Westbrook, and Team Giannis. Uh, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Siakam, Walker, and Young, your starters. Then you've got Adebayo, Butler, Gobert, Ingram, Lowry, Middleton, and Donovan Mitchell. And I realized I did that nice little pair, Middleton and Giannis. I'm sure yeah, you guys very nice. happy with that. Um, you know what upsets me about this is that the LeBron team is so much better than the Giannis yeah, team. Absolutely. And also, it's an all-star game, so who cares? I hate the all-star weekend. I don't think there should be a game. I, shouldn't, I think there should just be more competitions. Yep. And now they've got these weird rules as well, like... Yeah, the Kobe rules. Yeah, so it's like the first three quarters. We, I think we explained it last episode. Yeah. I was just confused. Look, we'll watch it on Monday. I'm we'll sure let we'll you know. Fine. We'll see how we go. Surprise me, NBA. Surprise Please, let me. it be a good game. Let there be defense. There won't be, but no, maybe no. let there be a defense. Um, Will, uh, we haven't said who's going to win the celebrity game because... I don't care. No Harry. one cares. Um, just probably just final thoughts on where we are at this all-star break in terms of the season. Yeah. I mean, looking at the, the top eight here in the East in the to probably East. start with, do you see any changes, Harry? No, I think it's set. I think... So it's Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Heat, 76ers, Pacers, Nets, and Magic. I think Bucks end up number one. I think Raptors still finish strong, end up number two. I think the seeding, the only difference might be the 76ers might finish fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not great for them. They really should try to finish third. I think everywhere else kind of stays the same. I don't think there's much movement in the East. 
the, the question I have for you, do you think the Bucks go and get 70 wins? No. They've got to only lose three games in the next 30. <laughs> in the next 30? So it's like 27 and 3. Oh, no, they've got 54. So 50, oh, no. they've played 54 games. Yeah, so it's actually less. So in the next 28 games, they've got to go... 20 they have to go four. 24 and 4 24 and 4 I think that's doable but they're going to rest players I. that's a difference yeah I just don't think they'll get to 70 but they'll be like 68 67 um, in the west what do you think I think the Grizz are out I don't think the Grizz makes playoffs the Grizz have a really hard schedule coming up mm. I could still see either the Pels or the Blazers taking 8th spot yeah everyone else stays as they are um, in terms of Positions. So it's currently Lakers, then Nuggets, Clippers, Jazz, Rockets, Thunder, Mavericks, Grizz. I think Thunder end up seven. I think Mavs end up six. Mm-hmm. I also think that Rockets end up in the fourth and Jazz end up in five. Yeah. And then maybe Clippers, Nuggets change. But to be honest... It you think Lakers really still come first? Yes. Yep. I do. I think it depends how much we rest at the end of the season. But I think they you still want... want, first want you want to come first because you want home court and you don't want to play the... Cli- you don't want to have the Clippers who come fourth. The Clippers will avoid coming fourth not to play the Lakers in yeah. the final round. So Clippers will end up two or three. And oh, after that, it doesn't matter. Will, we have like two months till the end of regular oh, season. I can't wait. There's literally two months, I think today. We are so close to the juicy bit and like... I'm so excited because I finally have I finally have something to be excited about. I know. It's the Lakers are finally in the playoffs. And you know what would be really good? If it was Blazers v Lakers first round. And then I watch you beat us for now. Bye-bye. Yes. <laughs> I'll take the broom. Uh, you know what? If we do that, I will buy you a new broom. Our house needs one. Why not? Please May do. as well. Please do. Guys, thanks so much for joining us on Calling Bank. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure being with you. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Make sure to like and subscribe. Always really helps. And we'll see you in two weeks talking about all things happening in the NBA. See you guys. Did you call back?